Welcome to Live, Behind the Veil, an atmosphere where men and women of God speak His Word to this age and bring His kingdom to this earth. Do you have ears to hear and eyes to see what God is doing in this hour? Let us join our host and the family's conversation as the Holy Spirit is unfolding the Word Behind the Veil. Hello. And welcome to Live Behind the Veil. On this podcast, the family will be talking about how in days past, men of God like David created the Psalms of worship as an expression of their heart before the Lord. Today, God is looking for the same expression of worship from our hearts. As we stand before the Lord in his presence, he purifies us. And then we give back to him a free will offering of thanksgiving and worship which is well-pleasing in his sight. God says, in the day that I make, I will take as my own possession, my own precious possession, those who love me and fear me, and talk about my name, King James Version. I think about pure worship is Ephesians 5, 18 to 20, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to each other in psalms, and songs of praise, spiritual songs, singing and striking the strings in your heart to the Master, giving thanks always to Elohim, the Father, in the name of our Master, Yahshua Messiah. That's out of the Scriptures Bible. Psalms are so alive and so much a part of our worship. We have such a wealth and such an inheritance in the Psalms because the Psalms are worship. It would be very pleasing to the Lord that we follow in the footsteps of David, follow in the footsteps of the sons of Korah, the other ones who created the Psalms. These are songs put together to a rhythm and music of their day that was very pleasing to the Lord. The Psalms are, one, they're about God. The Psalms are a great source of instruction of the Holy Spirit moving through the prophet David and many others on what just is pleasing to the Lord. The other part of a Psalm, the Psalms are directed specifically, one-on-one, in a relationship of the Father. That is the psalms of our worship today, the same way as it is a big part of the worships of the psalms of David's day. After he had committed adultery and murder, he cried out, Create in me a clean heart, O God. He came to his presence with a broken spirit and a contrite heart, and that's worship to the Lord. This whole thing is David pouring out his heart in love, desire, and worship to the Father. I think that's what the Lord's looking for. He's looking for this pure worship out of our hearts, and it can manifest itself in a lot of different ways. It manifests itself in many different ways in David's life. I mean, some of those psalms that you read are angry, yet there's all the psalms that he's broken. 
psalms that he's uh, crying out to God, they were all something that was with no pretense. They were just honest expressions of his heart to the Lord. And it's interesting because I used to wonder about the psalms that were very, what I consider very angry or vindictive and, you know, go after him, Lord, you know. <laughs> I don't think he looks at it the way we look at it. I think he looks at the honesty of heart, you know, just the honesty, the honesty ex of expression of heart. It seems that worship comes down to one simple thing, and that's being thankful. Thank you, Lord, that you recognize that I'm walking with you. There are enemies that come and want to take away what you're giving me, and I don't want to give it up. And it becomes, I think, a and this may be a little hard to understand, but if I worship you, Lord, isn't what you impart to me during worship mine? Isn't it something that you gave me? Yes, I share it with my brother, but what about my enemies? What about the things of spirit that are not coming from you, that are still a spiritual assault? Do I defend myself, or do I let you defend me? All I have to do is say, thank you, Lord. A lot of our worship, we don't understand it because it doesn't make sense to the human mind. When God says, here's the word, thank you, Father, he considers that's an open door to pour out his inheritance on you. That can be an open door for you to give more to him in thanksgiving. Well, some of this worship we're talking about would be very well defined as sitting in the furnace and having the Lord purify you like silver. And as he's purifying you, all the crud comes to the top and he skims it off very carefully, and he keeps doing it and doing it and doing it until he can see his face when he looks at you as in a mirror. Now that definition of worship is not the definition I hear most in most Christian circles, but this is the definition the way he describes it. The day that I'm making, it's gonna be like a fire that burns, and it's gonna purify those worshipers, it's going to also be bring judgment on the earth. It's not necessarily sitting in a congregation and singing some songs and lifting your hands up. That can be a very shallow way of expressing your worship, especially if you're taking his definition. One of the greatest forms of worship is obedience. When we obey him, even in the small things, that quickens a relationship. It gives back to him what he wants. He wants us to obey him out of a free will. The only thing we have that 
he really wants from us is our free will. We want to worship him because we love him, not because we were forced to. You enter into the worship that he's looking for when you offer him your free will through obedience. The beautiful thing about obedience is you can give him your free will, and it'll be an unfolding experience. But that obedience and giving him your free will comes with a guarantee that he'll never forsake you. He'll never turn his back on you. He's always there to protect you and create you and bring you forth into his likeness. And that takes some understanding, but it's your choice. Nobody said you had to. It's a choice we make to worship in the spirit. If I walk away from a worship service and my spirit is full of joy, if I feel that he was pleased, I'm pleased. If I walk away with a boy, that was a lot of fun, glad I showed up today, and oh, I feel so good, I might be in trouble because it's not about me. It's about him. It's about what he gets. There's a passage of scripture that I think we all live for every day. Well done, my good and faithful servant. In summary of today's podcast, We've talked about how God is creating worshipers in this day who will worship Him in many different expressions. Out of the purity, obedience, thankfulness, and love, we offered Him a free will offering of worship, which is well-pleasing in His sight. Experiencing the impartation of God's Word through His family is life. Has this time in His presence blessed you? then please subscribe to our podcast at livebehindtheveil.com. If you would like to contact the family with questions or topics that you would like discussed, you can email them to livingepistles at livebehindtheveil.com. Stay connected, tuned in, and grow with the family as the Lord unveils His Word to us live. Behind the Veil.